Uh, welcome to episode 11 of the Professional Insights. Uh, I'm Brandon Curry. Trevor Lindy. Josh Bond. And Jeff Collins. How do you uh, make sure you, everyone that you subscribe? Because the more subscribers we have, the the better the reach. I, I actually just subscribe on podcast on my Apple TV, so I've got everyone that comes up and it boom, it says a new episode. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. yeah, that that's the benefit of actually subscribing. So if you go to Google Play, you yeah. go to SoundCloud, uh, or you go to iTunes, mm. you click or, subscribe. Or right on your get, Apple TV, they got a podcast. Yeah, the, po- it's, it's right the podcast there. app. There too, By so subscribing, cool. absolutely, it'll pop up. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes my out. Kids were blown away. So it's pretty it's cool. Subscribe. Yeah, he's cool. famous. Yeah, like us. 100%, um, right? Okay, so um, okay. we've got, uh, you wanted to talk about uh, credit there. Uh, yeah. We had a couple questions about credit. Yeah, just. Uh, Especially now because there's so many deals falling apart on financing and a lot of it has to do with credit. So Absolutely. It's a you know, great the, time to talk about the it. The biggest Ugly. thing that uh, that I've seen come up so much lately <laughs> and, and I always, it doesn't matter. I can be a broken record and caution people on buying something, whether it be buying furniture, buying the new vehicle, or the doing big anything. Truck for the single guy. Yeah, Every time. right. Like Every I, I don't, time. I don't understand. And and like I said, I can be a broken record. I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face. But literally, when you have your mortgage approval, whether it be a pre-approval or a live deal, it is conditional. I can't stress that enough. It's conditional upon you being able to satisfy those conditions. It's you being able to uh, maintain your employment during that time period. So don't go and quit your job, uh, you know, find new employment. Some circumstances, you know, there's, uh, there's a gray area to that. Essentially, um, you know, to give you one example, unionized workers. They're unionized, they're, they're employed through the hall and they send them out on jobs. That's a different story. But outside of that, don't screw around. Don't go out and get yourself a new job. Don't go out and buy your furniture for your new home until you actually close and get the keys. If you're going to do that, make sure you've got the cash. Pay for it. You want to put it on your credit card. Just make sure that you can clear the balance on that credit card prior to closing. Otherwise, you know, you're going to be in hot water and you're going to jeopardize your approval at the end of the day. So brass tax on it is... If you buy something, you may not get your home. Yeah, there absolutely there is that always happened. that chance. Yeah, that there is happened. always that chance. And now, past that, you're not closing and you're breaching contracts, so it's you know. <laughs> well, Collins, you, you, you just posted on Facebook just the other day. Financing uh, fell through. Financing yeah. fell through, and that, yeah. that was on a six hundred thousand dollar home. It, it was, but a, that was during condition of finance period. Yeah, though, it too, was right? during the financing so, period, but they were approved in December for five hundred thousand, so they thought no problem. The stress test applies now. Mm-hmm. Now they're approved at about 420 and they couldn't get it anymore. Yeah. So it fell apart. So due to financing, but they, they weren't impacted by a, a breach of contract because it was no, in no. the conditional period. So it was okay. For sure. But still, every day on the street, market right it, now, it happens all the time. you see financing falling apart, financing falling yep. apart, financing falling apart. It's a nightmare. And it can be little things like I uh, had a deal <laughs> where the institution contacted me and said, Trev, you left uh, a student loan off the application. I went back and I looked at the Equifax report. And to be honest with you, it didn't exist. It wasn't there on the credit report. It lived on their TransUnion report. So, so what am I doing supposed their, to do? their searches every year in Equifax, because I do that every once in a while, should they do both? That I I would recommend it, right? There's yeah. TransUnion well, and there's Equifax. And that doesn't um, affect your credit when you're searching both, does it? N- no. Soft. By doing so, by you personally doing it, is it is a soft inquiry that you're doing on your credit report. So it's no impact. It's not going to impact your score. There's going to be no issues in that respect. Uh, so absolutely, you want to make sure you're looking at TransUnion, <laughs> you're looking at Equifax, uh, Scotiabank, and RBC. Their pr- primary 
credit reporting agency they deal with now is TransUnion, both of them. RBC has been for a while, but Scotiabank more recently in the last few years have made that their primary reporting agency. So they will update them before they'll update Equifax. Well, you know, for example, for some of the listeners, can you tell us some of the stuff that can get found on credit that's that small that can affect a, a financing clause? Uh, collections, uh, mm-hmm. PPSA registrations. Uh, well, so somebody I'll get, bought a car. I'll get don't, don't say the PPSA. Sorry. Jargon. Yeah. Yeah, 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 don't say PPSA. Okay. Uh, I don't even know what that means. So. Personal property security. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, lawyer. Um, <laughs> so, no. And then I, I, I'll tell, uh, basically, I came back into, so I was living abroad. I came back in 2008. I purchased a vehicle um, through a car loan through TD, mm-hmm. Canada Trust. And I was at that car loan, existed at KD, TD Canada Trust. And I went and one year later, because I, I also bought a home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, right. And <laughs> so when a year later, I only had a one-year mortgage. And that's when, as we all know, that's when the mortgage housing collapsed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And rates dropped. And so I only had a one-year mortgage and I moved it over to RBC. <laughs> and so everything moved over from RBC. I cleared out and offered a check for the remainder of the loan and the loan I paid out on at RBC over, over a period of time. Um, a couple years go by, I then go to apply to buy my new home that where we're in right now. And I almost never got approved for this house because unbeknownst to me, TD still had that Pontiac torrent from 10 years ago. Um, existing on my credit report. And it's really just an administration error. And it was an administration error. Deal, they really, did not discharge the you. loan. Yeah. And so I had to go, the, you know, I had, because RBC wasn't going to give me the mortgage. And so I had to walk over to TD and I said, like, here's the, here's the slip here. Thank God I kept everything. And uh, I had to get a letter from TD saying that yeah. they discharged the loan. I had to give that to RBC. I had to also send it to TransUnion. And even still, a year later, it was still appearing on that credit report. It is a lot of people don't realize it is up to you as the consumer yes. to to fix your credit report. So if there is a, a derogatory remark on there, if there's misinformation on there, it is your responsibility to get out there and fix it. You can contact Equifax. You can contact TransUnion. They're going to give you the ability to do so. You get the credit report in the mail. Uh, if you want to go the free route and then you you have a telephone number you can call, they're going to ask you to provide information to prove some of the inaccurate information if there is there. So, Is that why you'd steer people away from like that 60-second pre-qualify that you can get out there? A 60-second pre-qualify, we talked about it a couple episodes briefly, yeah, yeah. and... It's just that. It's just a ballpark thing. It, it's just not, a sniff. Yeah. To say, <laughs> not even a sniff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no credit. There's no income validated. There's nothing that you're getting from that 60 second pre something as small as my mom having a Rogers cable on her, on her, her credit that wasn't even in her name and Rogers cable didn't exist around where she lived almost killed the deal for us. So yep. it's, it's like, it's that close. Well, sometimes. not only that, I mean, I, I, I've had clients who've, um, I mean, and Trevor, you could speak to this as well because we refer clients back and forth. I mean, we've had clients who unbeknownst to them shared a house in university and, uh, you know, the bill, utility, was, bill. utility bill was yeah. all in their name and Ooh. they didn't Happened know, about, didn't know that. Oh, didn't really, there you go. Phone bill. Yeah. And the next no. thing you know, five years goes by, you're looking at buying a house. And the next thing you know, you know, cause collections agency, they can't get a hold of you cause you're, you've, you've never, moved you've moved and, and yeah. your phone number has changed or whatever the case may be. And the next thing you know, you've got a, a collections agency on you for a utility bill that you had no idea. Yeah. 
Because your name, it was your name that was associated with the lease, not your tenants who actually had the name and the utility bill. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It, yeah. You have to be on top of it. Yeah. You know? Best way to do it. Again, free credit report annually. Equifax TransUnion. Can't stress that enough. Yep. Get a copy of that report and, uh, you know, just check. You know, it doesn't matter if you're in the market to be buying a house or buying a car or anything of that nature. Like, just always make sure because the reality is when it's when you're in the 11th hour and you need the approval in place and the last thing you want to have happen is this this approval comes out subject to this, that, and the other. Can you elaborate right? a no, bit more on, on actual credit scores, like a high score, a low score, or something you need basically to qualify? I, Just so people know what to look for? Or yeah, is that on so, a case-by-case basis? It can be a case-by-case basis. The, the one time that loyalty will potentially serve you when it comes to getting a mortgage is uh, um, you know if you have a lower credit score where some institutions may overlook that yeah they may they may overlook it a little bit and say okay you know what we're willing to because of the relationship the that you have record. with us yeah um, mind you I'm finding that loyalty is uh, you Eroding. know becoming less and less <laughs> yeah there's uh, you know fewer and far between where that will actually play in but credit score perspective uh, 680 beacon score or higher. Uh, cannot stress enough, though, what you look at by pulling your own credit report is a different credit score than what an institution will look at. And I can tell you, I've seen scenarios where you're 30 to 50 points lower on a credit score that I'm looking at than what uh, uh, what you saw previously. And if you're if you're in that position where you're a 680 on what you're looking at, there's a good chance that I'm going to be looking at a 630 to 650, which, to be honest with you, can make or break. Uh, default insurance, you're putting down less than 20%. 650 beacon score is going to be uh, uh, the lowest beacon score you can have as the primary applicant. Beacon scores over 600. Uh, otherwise, I just had two institutions announced the other day on refinance transactions. Minimum beacon score is now 700 on a refinance. What's the highest wow. beacon score you can get? Highest curious. beacon score being 900. 900? That is the highest credit score. Uh, I can tell you in my 10 years, uh, 10 and a half years in this business, I have had one unicorn. And it was recently, actually. What did they do? <laughs> I'm just I, curious. I can't. How, how do you get your, your credit score to be that perfect? Because you have to have credit, right? Cause yeah, I, absolutely. I've given you clients before. Uh, in that, all honesty, I cannot no tell you how she had a 900 beacon score. I pulled hers and her husband's credit bureau and... You know, he was high eights and she was a perfect 900. And my, you know, we joke around. Did lights you know, go off? <laughs> well, yeah, fireworks yeah, all of a sudden yeah. jump up on my monitor. Lend them Jeez, anything. Absolutely. Well, what's 100%. the lowest score you've seen? Don't have to say names or anything like that. No, I'm just curious. Cause, absolutely <laughs> wouldn't Because I don't do really that. deal with uh, the, 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 the scores you talk about all the time. But to in me, all it's honesty, just, the lowest score that you could possibly have would be a rejected beacon score. You've got nothing. Like a zero? It, it actually comes up as rejected. Meaning you don't, score. Ex- you don't exist. Yeah, like you have you no have credit. such bad credit or, or no, no, no credit, credit at all. all. Yes. And that's yeah, an important thing to actually tell, tell some of the listeners here that, that if you're trying to buy, you're looking to buy, and you don't have any credit, you should get a credit card and establish yeah. some credit. They, uh, industry standard from default insurers, and, and a lot of lenders follow suit with this, is they're going to look for two years, two trades. So meaning that you've got two different active credit facilities, whether it be a credit card, a car loan, two credit cards, and they wanna make sure that they have been open and active for a period no less than 24 months. So why don't you give them some tips on what they can do to improve their credit? 
pay your bills on time. Yep. That okay. by far is the best now, credit utilization. This is a question I got for you. Yep. Say I've got uh, um, my bell bill okay. and it's due, due June 2nd. Should I be paying June 2nd or should I be paying before that? Can I pay it on the day of? When it comes to... It's internet banking, which most people do nowadays. I know some people go to yeah, the bank, but... So I, I guess the best way I can address that question is, as an example, depending on your institution and, and the credit facility themselves, you sometimes will have to pay, pay it in advance. I'll use myself as an example. My personal banking is conducted through Scotiabank. I can wait until the due date, which I always do because I want my money for myself to earn <laughs> me interest on my money. Mm -hmm. So on the due date, I will then transfer the money from my account to my visa card and the balance gets paid in full. So I don't pay any interest. It does get posted that night. So there's no interest charges for doing that. But for myself, my business banking is conducted at Meridian Credit Union. And I have to, have to, have to actually send payment for my business credit card three to five business days prior to the due date in order for it to hit and get reflected on the payment on time so that I don't pay interest charges and that it's So if someone's got a low score, they could be doing something the opposite of that, basically. It could also be credit utilization as well. Yeah, credit and, and right? the access to credit and how much they have revolving. But I think people to, don't realize one nope. late payment. It, it, it can. It, it, it has it, significant it effect yeah. on your credit and, score. And also, too, you have to remember, too, that it's your responsibility to pay that bill on time. So if that bill's due June 12th, and you know that you need, in Trevor's case, and in my case, I'm in the exact same boat, uh, uh, you know, you're paying your bill within, you know, it takes three days to pay it. Um, you're looking at, uh, uh, it will get posted three days later. It, even though you sent the money that day, you, it still gets posted three days later. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. It's still a late payment. It's so, still a late payment. So basically Trevor, pay your bills on time, pay your bills on time. And, and in all honesty, what will have a bigger impact on your credit score in most cases is if you have a thousand dollar limit on your credit card and you go over limit you're, you know, because of interest charges or whatever, let's say you owe, you know, $960 on it, <laughs> but now you're over limit because of interest charges that will have a greater impact on your credit score. You will see your score drop dramatically by something as simple as that. So credit utilization is also a, a key so, factor so in, in your credit. I got a question for you, my personal, I'm, I'm yeah. building right now and say I got a line of credit of a hundred thousand dollars and I max it out, but I always make my payments every month. Yep but I'm maxed out on my credit for that available credit. Does that have a negative impact on my that credit? That helps you usually, it, I think. If it's getting reported to the reporting agencies that you are over limit, it will have an impact on your credit score. Keep in mind also, in your case, because of the nature of your business and the fact that you have a side business building houses, the the if you do it once, so the first build that you did when you started using all your credit to be able to along with cash, mm -hmm. that will absolutely have a negative impact to a sense on your credit. But the fact that this is your second build and a third build on the go right now is going to make, it's going to be less impactful for you because you have a history of borrowing this amount of money for this period okay, of time. So and then the established history basically. Absolutely. Okay. There, there's a lot of stuff that goes on <laughs> your credit, credit reports that nobody sees. This is stuff going on in the background. One of those things, one of those metrics is called a, a bankruptcy navigator index BNI for short on the credit bureau. And that actually, uh, 
Um, and Brandon's given a thumbs up because he has a, a good B and I, but, uh, oh. that, uh, <laughs> that's good a number question. like yeah. um, right. the, the <laughs> metrics that go into that. It's, it's a behind the scenes and, and potentially when you did your first build, your BNI, your credit score may not have been impacted, but your BNI may have said, Ooh, Jeff's never done this before. Okay, what's He's, your BNI? Yeah, uh, bankruptcy navigator index. The probability okay. it's, it's of you metrics. going, the probability oh, of yes. you going bankrupt. Better. It's out of a thousand. Yeah. Okay. So a lender will want high eights so if you have or a, nines. So if you have a lot of liquid cash and all that, then you'll have a low or a high BNI, right? Yeah. <laughs> they actually don't know what you have for liquidity, yeah. right? It's it's based on what your credit is, right? Yeah. Your utilization it's all based and, on and your habits. Cash is high yeah, it's all based yeah. on probability. Credit it's the probability be using the history of the probability of you going bankrupt in the future. And yeah. that's why I say, like, if you have never utilized if you've got a two hundred thousand dollar line of credit that you've never used before and this is your first time using it they're going to look at it and say oh is there something financially is jeff Why is in financial this? distress <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absolutely right second time third time fourth time 50th time you you've developed a habit or routine of doing this and demonstration that you have the ability to pay back that two hundred thousand dollar line of credit in this example and that uh, so it takes 50 <laughs> times Potentially <laughs> good. You never know, right? You know, I, I, I just want to yeah. say, don't matter. You you show me the money. I'll build we'll, it. We'll, we'll throw in. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyways, well, that's our, uh, host, our host took off. So yeah, is, hey. is there any more? Uh, I, yeah. I, I, this is the one thing that I was trying to get to. Yeah. I know I've talked to other people and they said they've got to fix their credit and it was to keep their, their credit limits on their credit cards less than 50%. Someone that, told me that before. Yep. Yeah. Keeping your credit credit utilization in general less than fifty percent. So you have a visa for twelve thousand. Don't go past six yeah, grand. Yeah. Try try and stay below the six thousand. See, I was mark. told if so, you rack it up every month and pay it off in full, that it'll actually benefit your credit. Absolutely. And the scary part when I got into this business in two thousand and eight, I was actually <laughs> told. What a year. What's that? I said, what a year to get. Oh, into what a business. absolutely right. <laughs> but I was in the frying pan. <laughs> I was actually told that it is in order for somebody to build credit for themselves, charge something to a credit card and carry a balance on it. Yeah. Obviously, after <laughs> the fact, I learned quite quickly that no, this is the institution that I was working for <laughs> way of making more interest. Oh, and, that's all. And, that's dirty. You know. So and but you'd be surprised <laughs> even till today, 2018. I have still, I recently had a mortgage closed for clients, met with them a few months back prior to, and they were actually <coughs> instructed by their institution to carry a balance on their cards in an effort to build and establish credit. Just make sure you pay it on time. That was what they were told. The minimum. Yeah, well, <laughs> whether they were told the minimum or not, we won't get into that. But that that's the scary part. That And people believe it, right? You're, you're dealing with an institution. Trusted advisor. And, you know, I'm, I'm not pointing it at any one particular institution because they all do, they it. All do yeah. it. Every one of well, them. And you know, so. and this, this is where I'll personally give a shout out to you is that a lot of times I've had clients and, and they want to buy a house. And I always say first... First thing to do, talk to Trevor. And in many cases, they might be a year or two years away and, yeah, and Trevor has to work sure. with them to fix their credit. And it's almost credit counseling and, and credit coaching. And, and yeah. you know, he's very good the at good it. The so. good form of credit counseling, working yeah. with somebody to go down the right path yeah. versus... Yeah. To achieve a goal. Yes, know, so. versus actually trying to, uh, you know, take the... I don't want to call it the, the easy route, but, but consumer proposal and, you know, or, or potentially a bankruptcy route. Nobody... Yeah. 
you know, nobody should have to go down that route. It's uh, just, again, being educated. Yeah. Make sure. So. All right. Well, uh, that wraps up episode 11. Um, Thanks very much for listening. That was a pretty good, that was a, yeah. Pretty good one. Really, really good. Good. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like we have some conversation on it. That was so good. Yeah, it's Absolutely. Good. It's funny um, when they sometimes start out, you're thinking that you, know, yeah. you won't have less material on it. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. One of those things. Yeah, you only it, it's but, uh, lucky to get five minutes out of this yeah, one. Yeah. It turns into 20. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks very much for listening. And Trevor, how do they do that again? Uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Keep the questions coming. Thanks very much. I'm Brandon Curry. Trevor Lindy. Josh Bond. Jeff Collins. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hey, yay! Hey, yay! Produced by Cryer Media and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company.